0: This, this is Stephen and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere in If you cannot help a person, wow. don't hurt me, especially with so It's Always just hold
1: essences that bring out the best in other people. Something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has
0: a purpose. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I don't know how you're spending your day, but I will hope that you start your day off somewhat like myself. You know, wake up, and uh, as your feet touch the floor, you look up and be thankful that you have this day. You know, somebody didn't wake up this morning. You know, so those of us who are up and able to carry on throughout our day and, and sit back and sip coffee and overlook lakes and parks and beaches, wherever you are, um, or even just looking at your kids or looking around at your family. Um, believe that it is a blessing because somebody didn't wake up this morning. So I, I like to take the first part of my day is, is just being thankful. And what I'm thankful for today is being able to be on this air and, and to share a very sensitive topic this morning as we discuss. Um, some issues about mental illness. You know, when I grew up, I would, I grew up in the city of uh, D.C., and as a child, I remember driving through the city, seeing people out on the corners um, asking for money. Now, we see this now, but when I grew up, it was a different kind of thing. It wasn't just um, somebody on your block or somebody you knew. It was really people who really had problems, who were um, sitting under bridges, you know, who had some kind of issues. And I and I say this because I remember specifically um, this girl telling me that her brother was out there in the street somewhere, and they didn't know where he was. He had had, had been diagnosed with a mental illness, and nobody could care for him, and he would leave the facility that he was being. Um, cared for, um, because of the lack of treatment, he would leave. So even in his um, third grade um, mentality, he was able to recognize that the environment that he was in was not treating him fair, and he would leave. And for years, they could not understand why he would leave. So what happened was, Long story short, they found out that the facility was not caring for these people properly. And um, his family went after trying to sue them, uh, and it just became a nightmare because they felt that they were robbed of the opportunity to enjoy the life of of her brother with his mental illness. So today we're going to talk to um, a a woman, um, a phenomenal woman who's written a book, um, and I want her to... Tell you some things about her life. I want you to listen to this woman share her experiences and talk about the book that she's written, The Classroom of My Life. So I would like to welcome to the cafe our guest, Keisha Keith. Good morning, Keisha. How are you?
1: Good morning. I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing
0: amazing. I'm doing amazing now that you're in the cafe with me this morning. What 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 you sipping on this morning? What's your beverage of choice?
1: Oh yes, well so I have I have my coffee and it's uh, vanilla cream, and it is it is very soothing. Um, I'm sitting on my back porch and I'm listening to birds chirp and 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 life is good. I am doing exactly as your intro uh, was speaking about. I'm being thankful. Um, because this, this is a beautiful time right now to, to just have some, some peace and some tranquility. So I'm enjoying that. Most definitely. Awesome. Awesome. Now, the classroom
0: of my life is the title of your book. And I have told the people that you have experienced some mental illnesses and dealt with some depression. And here you yeah. are telling these people that you are being thankful I think we just confuse some people because, you know, when people (laughs) realize and recognize they're going through issues, they're like, thankful is not what comes to mind. I think you confuse them. Tell them real quick before we get into our our discussion, what what are you most thankful for? Um, I'm I'm thankful for. In this
1: moment, right here, in this moment. In this this moment. moment,
0: In this moment. moment. In this
1: moment. In this moment, I'm thankful for life. I'm thankful for for my health and, and strength, and I'm thankful for this opportunity, um, because this is a message that needs to, I feel, um, get out and be discussed more, because it's really taboo at times. Um, and we look at people like they're strange, something's, you know, something's wrong, and so we kind of want to uh, kind of move away from them and, and things like that. But, But I'm thankful that this morning I woke up and I knew my name. Um, you know, I'm walking around the house and, and you know, my family's still kind of sleeping, but, but all is well. And so I'm I'm thankful in this moment for those things. And and that's what we have to do um, regardless because that will change your mental state, um, I believe, the majority of the time. When you can find those things, when you look for the good – and you can find those things to be thankful for. And it can really just be that you woke up and your feet touched the ground this morning. Um, you know, you got to find it because whatever that is, hang on to it so that you can kind of redirect some of those thoughts of mm-hmm. sadness, some of those, you know, those depressing feelings and all the, all the things that, that come your way, yeah, you can be down about them, but if you want to get through, you need to to look for the good. And so that's the point I'm thankful
0: us. All right. For the good. For the good. You know, I often say, Keisha, that we must Decide. We got to decide. We got to make a decision. Mm -hmm. We got to decide what we want to do with our life and not, you know, when this happens or when I get more money or when I get a new job or when I get better. You know, we got to decide that uh, I'm going to be okay regardless. I'm going to be happy. Mm -hmm. You know, decide. Just make a decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I like (laughs) the title of your book, The Classroom of My Life. So that, when, I, when I hear that title, it sounds like, wow, she has a lot to share. The yeah. classroom of my life, that means that my life has taught me some things, right? Exactly. So what inspired yeah. you? What inspired you to, to, to write the book? What, first of all, tell us what's the book about, and then we can talk about why you wrote it. title tell, tell oh, us what okay. is the book about?
1: So this book is about my first hand account of my experience with postpartum depression. Um, and I was uh, prompted to write this book because it, it is important and, and because like I said, mental health is a real issue. Um, and, and it's not something for us to hide from um, and pretend that everything is, is wonderful and lovely and we feel great all the time, um, that's a facade and a mask and And I felt like it was important that that I share this because someone needed to know that they were not alone, that they were not that crazy friend or that you know that that aunt who just, just yeah, she'll be all right, she's just going in the room kind of thing but but that that she felt she was supported because she had other people who were experiencing some of this some of those similar things. And And I felt it necessary to be able to get that out um, and and actually it uh it was um, a lot of closure for me because uh, it allowed me to fully to come full circle to, to share those experiences and give people you know kind of some some ways to be able to address these mental health issues because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a. Professional counselor by trade, but at that particular time, I was finishing up um, my graduate coursework, and so did, did, that experience really was a classroom experience for me. Um, anything that happens in life, I believe, is a learning experience, and it's up to us how we use it to to catapult us in our growth and our development. And and this is okay. what this book is for me. Okay. So what? So what? So when you talk about the. Um, Inspiration
0: or what inspired you uh, to write it? What, what inspired you to share this story?
1: Uh, for, for me, it was a spiritual thing, um, and I, I felt like um, God was prompting me because years ago, um, like right after this happened, um, I was talking to my husband about it, and I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to write about this uh, because I, I really do want to share uh, what what this is and and what happened, and so I you know because I feel like we we don't talk about this enough, and mm. some of the the spiritual things that that I experienced with it, um you know sometimes we we don't re- remember um for me we don't remember God a lot um, in mm-hmm. the things that we we go through, but I I did. And I, and I do. And this is the other part of, of my thankfulness because, um, you know, he, he allowed me to be able to go through it. And because I went through it, I have to be able to share and tell other people um, about about the experience and to tell them that they can overcome because it's possible. And it doesn't mean that every day is sunshine and, and all of that, but it does mean that you every day you wake up, you get a second chance. And and so right. that is that is what what I I look at um, when I think okay. about my experiences and the reasons why.
0: Okay. Now when when did you um, so you mentioned that you experienced postpartum depression, and so that mm-hmm. generally happens after the birth of of a child. So what yeah. was that what was that feeling like for you? Um, just in case someone is listening, and they may be in the state of postpartum depression, or it could be someone listening on uh, to the show that ha- mm-hmm. has a relative that they live with, and they may not know how to. Um, they may not know that they are they are looking at this and this person. So, how would you describe um, how you acted, and 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 uh, what what can someone get from seeing a person? Um, experiencing postpartum depression.
1: Okay. Um, and so I will say uh, in the beginning that, of course, everyone's, there are similar um, tenets of it for everyone, but they're not exactly the same. But for me, it was a lot of, of sleeplessness, restlessness, um, loss of appetite, um, lack of interest in things that I, I really used to find um, really enjoyable uh mm-hmm. being um being sad, having um crying moments of, of tearfulness. Um wanting, wanting to really stay in in the bed, but like I said, not really sleeping. Um having uh tossing and turning at night. Um it can also be you're you're not necessarily bonding with your baby. Uh don't want to um really hold your child. Uh, you'd rather someone else care for him or her. And and so when you when you kind of start to see that or you, you kind of see that an individual has, has been kind of doing this for longer than about two weeks or so, then that, that's really when you need to, um, you know, kind of talk with them and, and see how you can be supportive. But not only that, um, encourage them to go and speak with their doctor about it. Uh, because chances are they may not have uh, taken that opportunity because they may not really know, you know, what's going mm-hmm. on. Because sometimes, you know, you have a newborn and you feel tired and, and all these things, and you're like, well, that's normal because, you know, I just had a baby. Their sleep pattern is this way, and I'm, you know, up and down and all these things. So you you might see it as normal. But like I said, if if it becomes something where like you're used to, you love hanging out with your friends, and of course sometimes you can't do that part of it. But mm-hmm. you know, if your friends want to come over or they just want to kind of, you know, take you to a restaurant and things like that, and you're just like, you don't feel it. Um, and then like I said, you don't feel it for for at least two two weeks
0: or so. Oh man, no, so. Uh, yeah, but, but but you just had to a baby. But Keisha, Keisha, you, should, yeah. you, you, you yeah. just you just had a baby and. So what what were you depressed about? What were you sad about? You just had a newborn baby? Sounds like you had support there with you. What
1: what were you sad about? In in my sense in my situation, uh my son when he was born, uh, he was not breathing. And okay. so that that kind of that that was a traumatic event for me, um and mm-hmm. my husband. And so with that it became a some of the, the reasons I wasn't sleeping too is because I was trying to, you know, lean over to make sure that, you know, he was okay and he was breathing and things like that. So that, so that really became my my focus. Um, and and to the to the point of of a sense of of like paranoia. So mm-hmm. that that sense of sadness for me in some ways was I couldn't I couldn't really I had no control of that. And I couldn't fix okay. that situation as much as I may have wanted to, um, and so mm-hmm. that that really started to trigger some things for me.
0: Now, did you did you have any other experiences in your life that would have caused you to have um, experienced depression before, like as a child or growing up? Did anything happen that would that you that this was a, a familiar um, uh, route for you?
1: well I, I wouldn't say the depression part at least I don't really re- remember that since um but but as a as a young child uh, i I was molested um and and as a result of that I kind of closed off um some emotions at times uh because mm-hmm. I, for me that was the thing that i that I could control um and I think that that whole um control thing and the the trigger with uh, my son not breathing it it kind of opened opened everything up because I, as a, you know as a child, I really didn't um deal with that a lot per se um, and and mental health was really wasn't something that was talked about back then either um, and so uh, I found my own coping mechanisms, so to speak, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. not really that they were healthy. Because when I shut off you know, those emotions, eventually I, I had to, to really deal with them and address them. Um, and, and from this experience with postpartum, I did uh, seek counseling. And so my counselor and I, we were talking and we, we went through and we kind of went back um, into my childhood a little bit uh, so that I, I could address those things.
0: Now, now with with your counselor, was it then that you um, tapped into the issue with the molestation, or had you already visited that chapter in your life years before?
1: I I dealt with it a little bit, but I Mm -hmm. I really did not um, focus on it a lot, because I I just wanted to, uh, in a sense, I wanted to move move forward and move on.
0: Okay, Um, okay
1: but so so i kind of i kind of closed it uh okay and so when i started speaking with with my counselor uh we we reopened that chapter um and i, okay. I was able to kind of see some of the ways that i was uh was not coping um effectively when i when i thought i was i convinced myself i was um mm-hmm. and and so we we began to to do some of that work yeah
0: did you did your parents know about the molestation? Did did
1: you tell anyone when it happened? Not when it happened, no. Um they no. didn't find find out for it was years after. It was years after. And
0: when I, when what, I was their, it up. what was their what was their response? Did did they address it or did they sweep under the rug or how did they respond to that?
1: they they addressed it um they didn't they didn't sweep it under the rug um we talked about it um and mm-hmm. we also uh, we we as a family um went to um our pastor uh and and we we talked about it as well um so it it wasn't something that was swept under the rug and um in that sense um for for me i didn't really wanna uh Move move forward in uh, you know maybe talking about uh, pressing charges and things like that. Um, okay. No, we we didn't do it, no. Have you heard?
0: Sponsorships are requested. Coffee Talk with Soy is looking for dynamic entrepreneurs like yourself. If you're motivated, energetic with the message or product. Consider advertising with us. It's a win win. For more information on those advertising and sponsorship packages, visit the website Coffee Talk with Soy or call me at 515 I Got Soy. And again, that's 515 I Got Soy. I want to um, commend you for. Stepping up and 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 dealing with your your past and and you know cleaning out the webs of your closet and and mm-hmm. um you know we we don't I don't think we should walk back we move forward but you do kind of gotta clean out what's coming behind you so that you can ensure that you're not taking you know not carrying any luggage you want to clean all that out so you can what? move forward in a in a happy place so what can people um. Where can people get a copy of your book?
1: Um, in in a number of places. Um, they can go <laughs> to my website, ww.keisha dot com. They can go to Amazon. Um, they can go to my authors page on Facebook and that's Keisha K E S H I A Milaneshel D. Keith, K-E-I-C-H, and they can also get uh, contact information to contact me directly or sign copies um, of my book. Uh, there's also information there about um, if anyone would like to do any type of speaking engagements or trainings, workshops, what have you, uh, they can also contact me through through those sites. I'm on uh, LinkedIn. Um, I'm on Twitter and uh, Instagram, and those handles are at KK
0: zero zero. Lady KK, I like that. I like that. You know, M. Um, M. Gandhi says, be the change you want to see in the world. And, and I see that. I see that in you. I see that in you. Be the change you want to see in the world. Yeah, to be courageous and to get out there and, and to talk about things that, like you said, are taboo or things that we like to keep um. Hidden in the closet, and um, hmm. I think it's a Pandora's box kind of thing because you hide those things mm-hmm. and um, yeah. those issues begin. They show up in, in places where you can't you can't move until you get exactly. to a point that you just gonna have to take this wall down, brick by brick. Right. You know, chisel exactly. it down. So exactly. And exactly. Is there anything you anything you want to Is there anything you want to say to our audience before we shut down the show?
1: Um, I would like to thank everyone for uh, enjoying this wonderful cup of coffee with me. Um, I, I want you all to consider your own uh, mental health. I want you to find those things uh, that that are interesting to you, um, to to not just make life about chasing the, the money or or doing you know all these other things that. Um, in the in the big picture might not even matter um, because they're temporary. Uh, take some time for you and always look for the good. Re- remember your values, your worth, um, and, and be supportive of others as well as, as supporting others um, because that is important. Start the conversation. Um, if you see someone, you know, who may be going through some tough times, take, take a moment to stop because sometimes people just need you to listen um they don't necessarily want you to talk all the time but they want you to listen and just be open to, to those experiences
0: mm-hmm. all right well you've heard it from LaKeisha Keith. thank you so much for being in the cafe with me and and folks um i hope you have gotten an earful and really taken in what what she's had to share so thanks for joining me today
1: Thank you, uh, and thank you for the platform um, that you've provided. I greatly appreciate the opportunity.
0: Well, we all have a job to do. Something. We all play a part, and I'm just playing mine. Uh, and it's, it's such a blessing to be able to talk to people like yourself who, who are making changes in, in the world. So happy Saturday thank to everyone. You. Love this
1: show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected, stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great, because you are awesome. Tell them soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.